This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sub Soul fam, it's Nessie. It's been a long time, hasn't it? It's been about four months. Um, yes, welcome back to Soul to Soul, the show where I talk about my life as a resident of South Korea, not permanent resident, not yet, but you know how it is. Um, apologies, guys, for taking so long to get back into the swing of things, but a lot of stuff has been happening over these past few months, and a lot of the stuff I'll have to break down into several different episodes because it just has been a lot that has happened, but I am back now for the next half of this season, up until the end of the season, I guess, for the next 20 or so episodes. And I will try to get back onto a weekly process and I should be able to get back on a weekly process because of some of the changes that I have been going through over the past couple of months or so. But I think the, uh, well, let me give a general overview of what's been happening. So, Around the time that I stopped for the hiatus, I had decided that I wanted to move on from my work and do go somewhere else. So I've currently, at this moment in time, I have left my last job. I'm about to get ready to start my new job, which starts in March, which I am very excited about. Uh, I also restarted... Uh, the KIP process to be able to get through to the next stage of my visa application and everything like that. And there's just been general bits and bobs that has been happening with my life. I think for this particular episode, I'm not going to delve too much into the job aspect. That will come another time. And I'm not going to delve too much into the uh, study aspect because I'm going to do that in a later episode as well but I think the most important thing that I would like to share is the fact that I was able to go home I was able to go back home to see my family and those of you who fo- probably follow me on social media know that I did I was able to go back home in August for my mother's birthday but that was kind of on a download I was kind of on the hush hush because of my last workplace and I didn't really get to spend a lot of time there because it was only a week what can you really do in the UK for a week but not only that but we were so busy preparing and getting ready for my mother's birthday that me and my family didn't really get a chance to just sit down and enjoy our company. Like I spent some time with my sister, but I didn't really get any time with my my parents or my mother or or even my friends. I didn't get that much time at all. And UK in August is not really, well, it wasn't really August. It was like late July slash beginning of August. It's not really the perfect time to be chilling out and relaxing because unlike Korea, it is dry heat as opposed to humid heat. So when you're on like trains and stuff, it is horrid. And also the Elizabeth line wasn't probably working back then either. So I had to struggle with the awful Piccadilly line once again to get back home. 
but I guess I'm luckier than most because I actually do live in London as opposed to people who land in, in London Heathrow, London Gatwick, and then having to travel up to the Midlands or wherever because international flights don't really stop in other airports like Liverpool or Manchester or Birmingham. Or even sometimes in like Newcastle. But yeah, so because I left my last role, I was able to have an extended vacation back in the UK which was really, really nice. And I was able to spend three weeks back home in the UK. The flight, I'm trying to remember what the flight was like now. Uh, the first half of the flight was quite, well, let me, let me preface it by saying this. I do not sleep well on flights. I really don't. I can't. I don't know why I can't. I can sleep on buses. I can sleep in cars. I can sleep on trains. If someone rode a bike, I would probably be able to sleep on a bike. I can fall asleep just about anywhere but an economy seat plane. Now, whether I see, see on like um seat, whether I sit on like business class or something else, that might be slightly different because that's like more of a bed type environment. But it doesn't make sense because I can sleep on seats on buses and and and, and planes just uh, uh, trains just fine, but I really can't sit on, on planes. And it's not because, or maybe because it's, it's the slight anxiety of, of being in a plane. Like I can't really, I don't really feel comfortable per se to be able to relax on a plane, but and also there's just all the people around me and having to be aware of like having to get up because it's such a long flight as well. Like combined flying back to London, it was about 10 and a half hours to uh, Doha, Qatar, because I fly Qatar Airlines because that's just the most comfortable seat for me in terms of my size. And then about seven and a half hours, seven, seven and a half or coming towards eight hours from Doha to London. So the overall flight was about 19 or so hours. So because of that, it's just long and I'm not able to rest because also flying out from Seoul, it's an early morning flight. So my flights, when I fly out from Seoul using Qatar, it's always like about half 12, like past midnight. But that means I get to land in London on the the exact same day. So if I fly out on Friday, I land on Friday. If I fly out on Monday, I land on Monday. That's the that's the whole point. That's the whole plan that I had. But because I was traveling backwards, I just wasn't relaxed. And there was like this sweet little child who was clearly not comfortable with riding flights. And I I felt sorry for the parents because I had another boy that I had to look after and I was sitting next to the dad. It's like on one of the flights. And for me, I was like, I would have, if I was the parent, I would have put like noise cancelling earphones on for the child because the flights are really, really noisy and it can get much. And I think that's part of the reason why I couldn't comfortably sleep either. But all of that said, it just wasn't comfortable on the first flight. The second flight, I... As you know, the first flight was okay because I remember I was sitting next to a couple who are going on a honeymoon. Like, like I noticed that they were, they were taking photos and videos and they were a Korean couple. I asked them, 
uh, oh, uh, uh, are you, did you just get married? And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is our honeymoon. I was like, oh, congratulations, where are you flying to? And they're like, Paris. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, you'll have fun. And my back of my mind, like, oh, my poor dears. Like, you're, you're flying to Paris, probably thinking it's a romantic country because a lot of East Asian countries portray Paris and France as a really romantic country. And then you get there and it's like, oh, it's not romantic at all. I mean, Paris is nice, but the romance, uh, there's ro- more romance in London, I think. <laughs> there's ro- more romance in the soul, but yeah. So that that was that flight. the The noisy child was the second flight from Doha to London, and oh, but yeah. So I landed in London. Only had my brother to meet me, but luckily that time the Elizabeth line was working. It's just we had to change off a Paddington, but that's still much better than taking the Jub- the the Piccadilly line and then the Jubilee line all the way back to East because that is just such a nightmare and I hate it because the the Piccadilly line is the world's most slowest and uncomfortable train and the Jubilee line is also one of the most noisiest trains in the whole network. So just to avoid all that and just to go be able to go straight home, absolutely fantastic. Um... But yeah, so I was able to catch up with my mum. It made me laugh and I felt quite bad as well because she was constantly calling my brother, like messaging me just to make sure that we were safe. She was just so worried because I guess I am her youngest and I'm the only one who is like miles and miles away from my family. So like she gets to call me, she gets to call, but then that window of time when you're traveling, obviously you're not able to call. So I was able to, like, have internet on the flight from uh, Seoul to Doha. So I was, I was, like, messaging my family then and just be like, you know, all is fine. I'm on the plane. I'm having dinner. I can't sleep, blah, blah, blah. Like, I updated my Instagram and stuff like that. But there was nothing for the London flight. And mum being how she is, she was just worrying. My dad, not that he didn't care, but he just he just didn't worry whatsoever. He was like, you know... She'll be fine. It's a flight. She 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 she'll be home, and then she she was even worrying when I was in the airport. And, and my brother Alex, he met me, and she was like, "Is is all okay? Are you on the train yet?" And I just think she wasn't going to relax until she saw me. And the minute that she saw me, and then I was in her arms, she was just like, "Yes, finally, my baby's home. My child is home." And I wasn't able to sleep for well. Well, not sleep. I wasn't able to regulate my sleep properly for about a week. And I it didn't help that I was ill as well for that first week. Not badly ill, but just like I had a cold. It was just like really stressing me out. But like I would wake up, I think the first night I woke up about three o'clock in the morning. And I went to see my lovely cat, Shalom. Now the first time around, I was only there for a week. So I wasn't able to bond with her that much. But the when I came back this time, I think she remembered me. She remembered my smell. So she wasn't that put off like with me. So I kind of bonded with her in the middle of the night. I just sat on the floor. We just played with the, the little gift that I bought her. We just chilled out for a bit. And we did our blinks and stuff. And it was nice to spend those three weeks with her because... I was able to just bond with her 
I was able to pet her a couple of times, which was really quite nice. She's 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 not a very touchy cat. She's like a she's very unusual in the sense of she doesn't like people getting close to her that much. Uh, the only person she's allowed to pick up is my brother, and uh, my mom. She will pet my my dad. She, just tolerates her <laughs> but like if he if she's if he's sitting there watching tv she will emulate his position on the other sofa and just sit and watch tv with him but uh she found a kindred spirit like i would feed her she would just intertwine her hair was everywhere which was quite frustrating but but it is what it is uh but yeah it was really nice to spend some time with her it was nice to catch up with like the friends and fam as well i caught up with the antiguan side of my family which i did really, again didn't really get a chance to spend some time with um like my my cousins and my cousin's children and all of that just to you know chat and catch up um did some shopping got some bits and pieces i say some there was a, a bts pop-up store in uh the o2 but i still call it the dome because when it when it was first built my memory of it was being called the dome um but there were some uh nice B- uh, bts pieces that i got like i got a nice jumper that is like kind of split into thirds but it has uh the mike jop and then right in the middle has idol so it's got like mike idol drop it was quite cool and i got a t-shirt and i got like a little tote bag as well and just just nice to go around and see see what has changed locally and also i bought all the jelly snakes i'm pretty sure asda has banned me from the shop now because i went in i think the first time i went and i bought like about 30 and i ate a lot and i went to the, uh, the sainsbury's i bought some and I went to Asda again, and they were like, oh, let's bring them back out. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm buying them again. I genuinely, genuinely think about a third of my suitcase weight was those jelly snakes. And I bought some new shoes, bought some cl- more clothes, took some stuff with me. I was able to clean out some of my room as well, because obviously I'm not living there. Able to like throw away and give away some books and some clothes and some stuff like that. So I'm able to sell like sell some stuff as well. There's a great app. What's this app called again? Hold on, I need to uh, check on my phone. Um, what is it called? Uh, we buy books. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not affiliated with them, but I found this app because I, I have so many books. I have so much manga as well that I, what the libraries weren't going to take it in. The charity shops weren't going to take it in. And it's like, it's, it's, it'll just be a waste to just throw them away. And something in the back of my mind was just saying, check places that do, like, buying. Because there are apps that buy, like, secondhand books. So I was able to sell quite a bit. Made about 20 quid. They, did, they weren't going to sell any of the Game of Thrones stuff. None of my Harry Potter stuff. Because I think those are the stuff that still are still out there in circulation. So I just had to, like, put them out to the side. But I kept all my Louise Redison books because uh, rest in peace, Louise Redison. Uh, I still I want to be able to take those back with me. I just wasn't able to take it back this time around because my suitcase was packed, and I had a brand new suitcase as well because my the when I came back from London, my my old reliable of about ten years died. The one of the wheels like just literally snapped off its axis, 
So I had about three wheels. I was like, okay, well, fine. It's time for me to get a new one. Uh, but it was just nice to spend time with the family. Um, and it was hard, I, I, I will admit, because this was the first time in seven years that I spent so long back with mum and uh, back with the family that like in the final week, mum was very much... Uh, like asking like are you sure you need to go why couldn't you stay uh like maybe you can get a job here in the UK just move somewhere up north where things are cheaper you can get property here and it's like yeah maybe I won't stay in Korea for long I don't know I don't see what I don't see what uh, I don't know what life has in in store for me in the future but I really don't see it being back in the UK just because of how difficult things are just for people of my generation, especially now I've been out for this is this is my seventh year living here. Now I've been out for so long that if I do come back, I'm I'm gonna be so far behind everyone else. Like one of my closest friends at school, Matt, he has he he didn't go to university. And when I went to university, he didn't go. And then he started working. He started working in uh, Tesco's where his mom was working. And then he started working in Barclays Bank. And then he just moved up and moved up and moved up because Matt's super smart. For some reason, he liked maths. I did not like maths at all. I didn't have a maths brain. I have a creative brain. But he's very analytical, very smart in that sense. Like he wasn't that great with creative stuff, but he's very good with mathematics and stuff. And I was hoping to meet meet his wife the last time I went around, but him and his brother totally forgot. Typical. Uh, so hopefully I'll get able to see them, you know, later on this year when I go back for Christmas. But like the, now he's gotten married, he's just about being able to afford a house with his now wife as well. I'm like, but like just about, and only because he didn't go to university. If he quit his job, he probably wouldn't be able to get a new one straight away as a high level as he is now just because of the qualifications that he doesn't have that he completed a levels but all these people are asking you but what about your university degree like my sister who's working in a school doing um like audits and stuff in order for her to justify her pay band she has to show the fact that she got her secondary school qualifications for for those who are American or outside the UK would be the equivalent of middle school and then like because back then as well it wasn't GCSEs it was O-levels so she has to show off her O-level certification but I was like but she did her O-levels back in 1990 so where, where she got to get all that information it's it, it's it's not something that I see myself, I don't see myself do, going through all that struggle and then having to start all the way from the bottom and then treat it like crap as well. And then all my superiors, maybe younger than me, and then be like, oh, look at you. You are in your mid-30s and you're you're all the way down here. What is all this? Because like, some people can just be really stupid like that. And I, and I, being a black woman, I just, that was the kind of headache and hassle that I had to go through in the UK back when I was working there as a young person I don't want to be going through that stress and that mess being older now 
So I had to like push that at the back of my mind. But at the same time, I just felt really bad for my mum because it's clear that she she does really miss me and she does have miss having, you know, a, a female support system in the in, in the house or at least at least her around her because my sister is in London but far away enough that it's difficult for her to come and see mum regularly all the time so like in the morning before I flew back me and my mum kind of broke down in tears because it was, it was like yeah it's probably the last time in a very long time that I'm, I'm going to be able to spend that much time with her and to be able to you know relax with my family and spend all that time but then she knows and she understands and she gets that your children aren't always going to stay with you. They have to move on. It just so happens that I, I probably f- chose one of the furthest points to move on from. Uh, so to move on to, sorry, should I say. Uh, but it was hard, but I'm glad that I got all the tears and the mess out in the morning because I, I I wasn't crying. Uh I, I did well up a couple of times because there were so many families around where like I could see like mums and like siblings sobbing as their as different family members were probably flying out back to wherever wherever they were going. I think it was, there was a lot of Asian families as well because the Lunar New Year had just finished. And there was this, there was this one one lady who um, I think it was her daughter and then her her daughter's husband who seemed East Asian and their grandchild they were flying back to wherever they were and she was she was just like broken in the airport because I guess maybe that was the first time meeting the grand the grandchild and just having a time with the daughter again it was just yeah it was hard but I said to mommy it's okay this year i i will be able to spend christmas with you because i was planning to spend you know not last christmas uh, last christmas but the previous christmas 2001 with my family i was going to actually come and surprise them uh, i've told a story before but obviously covid peaked up again in korea and then the the two-week quarantine started up again and I wasn't able to fly, so I had to cancel my flight ticket. It kind of helped because it reduced the price of the summer flight ticket to be able to fly back to see my family. But also, that exact week was the week that all my family members got COVID anyway. So we, we, I would have literally been stuck at home. And then the following week, Tammy and her family got COVID. So it it wouldn't have... The Lord works in mysterious ways, basically. <laughs> basically. So I'm just thankful everything worked out the way it did and I'm thankful to be able to go home and spend some time with my family and just enjoy myself back in the UK it rained for the first week (laughs) oh it was just it was like uh, my my, uh, my friend was like it's like the UK is so happy that you're back that it's it's just crying non-stop I was just like yeah yeah whatever but yeah, it was nice to be home uh, in the UK again, even though it it completely ruined my 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 face and my scalp, and I had to come back to Korea to recover all of that. But 
I brought back gifts to my friends. Um, it was nice just to catch up with certain people. Um, but yeah. When people ask me, do I miss the UK? I don't miss the country at all. I, I really don't. I miss the idea. Like, I, I miss British humour. I miss certain elements of food. Like, I miss Nando's. I miss fish and chips. I miss the local kebab shop. Um, I miss the local chicken and chip shop because Korean chicken and chips is just not the same. Like, if you go to a chicken and chip shop, you know that there's a whole subculture about it, especially in, in south, in south uh, east of, of of England. There's a specific chicken and chips culture that you don't really get anywhere else. So it's very specific to the UK, and of course, I miss my family and I and I, and I miss my friends. But if you told me like, unless you're gonna give me a big old mansion in London that I didn't need to pay for, I don't think I'll move back there anytime soon. I really don't. Not if things drastically change. And when when I say drastically, it's going to take about 10 years where things have drastically changed. So unless things drastically changed in the UK, I'm not moving back there anytime soon. Whether I go to a different country now, that's another matter entirely, but then that's also a different conversation to have in another episode. So guys, thank you so much for waiting. Thank you so much for catching up with me. Once again, I'm sorry that it's taken so long, but we're going to go back to our regular regular scheduled programming now, back on the weeklies on uh, Wednesday. And thank you for sticking around with me. Thank you for following on all of my socials and chatting to me and all of this. For those of you who don't follow me on my socials, I am at Soul Nessie on Instagram and on Twitter, and I'm Soul to Soul on Facebook and on YouTube. Thanks so much, Soul Fam, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Have a good one. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.